Hello and welcome to the Blackout Podcast where I get to talk to amazing people that do amazing things. And today, after what, like two years? Yeah. <laughs> I finally had Sinead Dubu on the Blackout Podcast. Thank you so much for coming on today. No problem. I'm really excited to be here. So let's start with how Corona messed things up. Because like a couple of months ago, you were supposed to have this like trip for a wedding. Actually, I think you had a trip just before. Yeah. Yeah. So last year I did end up going to the Dominican Republic mm. to shoot a wedding last April, um, which was super fun. And yeah, it was very last minute. They booked me about a week before we left. Um, and then I got to go up there for five days and capture their wedding and have like a bit of a mini vacation. Mm. So it was great. But things are definitely looking a lot different this wedding season um, with coronavirus. It has changed a lot of things mm. uh, for those of us in the wedding industry because obviously events have taken a huge hit um so as far as weddings go the majority of the weddings that i had scheduled for this season which would have been a full very busy lovely season mm -hmm. um have had to reschedule for next year some of my clients have decided to do smaller ceremonies or elopements even where it's just uh the two of them me obviously and a few of key members like parents or their very best friends or mm. siblings and do it that way but I would say the vast majority 85 90 percent have rescheduled until next year mm. <clears throat> and like uh I remember the very first time you spoke I found out you're kind of booked like two years out um and I'm thinking that's nuts but then I the more I find out about weddings and like the whole process that goes into them because you have me like four or five months and that's it. So you have yeah. to make it all work. And then, but let's go before COVID. Um, a couple sees your Instagram or, or you know, website. And then they're like, Sinead, I want to work with you. What happens from there? So um, most people find me on my website, which is awesome. Um, uh, so what's your website? It's SineadDeBeau.com. Sweet. And yeah, so you can see a lot of my work on there and there is a contact form and that's how I get most of my clients. I mm -hmm. do get some off Facebook and Instagram as well. Um, so once they reach out to me, we usually set up a phone call to discuss the package options that they can choose from, which I have kind of created after a couple of years in the industry where you see how the wedding days go and kind of what is necessary and what might not be necessary mm. um so i don't really believe in you know 15 hours of wedding coverage because <laughs> you know it's, it's too much i think that's too much and i don't think anyone wants to be photographed for quite that long yeah. um so i do have packages that range from five hours to 10 hours and you can add to 11 or 12 if you want to but um in previous years i would definitely done some jobs that were on the 14 15 hour mark wow. and i just it's so much content that you don't necessarily need. Mm. Um, so I also include printed products in each of my wedding packages. So mm. you're going to get some prints from me or an album from me, which is a great keepsake. Um, and it gets you on the right path to printing off your photos because mm. I think that's important. That is the absolute best way to save them other than you know, you're, you're going to download them, but you should be printing them out to save for yourself and future generations mm -hmm. if that's in your plan mm -hmm. um so i've created those based on that so we have a phone call we discuss all of those options we figure out what works best for them i learn a little bit more about what they're planning um whether it's a bigger wedding or a smaller wedding or are they doing anything 
that is special to them during their ceremonies, special to their culture, anything like that. Mm. And we get to know each other a little bit. Um, and then before the wedding, we'll have an engagement session where we get to meet in person and hang out a bit beforehand and get used to each other and make become friends. And... Do you take photos in that session? Or... Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So we'll do uh, an engagement session where they get some really nice portraits of them you know, being engaged, being in love, that they can share. People use them for save the dates, um, their invitations, that kind of stuff. But for me, I offer it because it's a good way to meet them in person and get to know them and get them comfortable in front of the camera. And that's part of the package? Yeah, it's part of the packages, yeah. Yeah, I think it's an important thing to do. Um, I think it's really important to meet your photographer and get comfortable um, before your wedding day. So that's why I include it in those. When you're taking photos, do you talk to them? Do you say, do this? and do that and or do you just shoot what you're doing no i definitely can give some direction um some couples need more than others i work with people who are super nervous sometimes um maybe they don't like getting their photos taken you know that kind of thing Mm. um so my job is to make them feel really comfortable if i need to direct them i do that if i need to add some poses in there i do that Mm. um i do capture i i think a good mix of kind of posed photos but also candid photos where they might be just having a laugh together that kind of thing um but i definitely offer some direction when we're shooting okay okay um so what happens after the engagement session after their engagement session um so at that point they're all booked ready to shoot um for their wedding date and we've done the contract and They've paid their deposit, all that good stuff. How much percentage do you take up from for deposit? Um, it's a it's a flat number. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's a flat number, and it's based on the wedding package that they're booking. Sweet. Yeah. So, um, after I have their deposit and their contract, and we've done the engagement session, and their wedding is coming up, I will call them to discuss planning the actual day and go over the timeline. If they don't have a wedding planner, that. Um, is planning their timeline for them. Do people do weddings without wedding planners? All the time, yes. (laughs) Yes. Um, I prefer that there's a wedding... Like, I think everybody prefers that there's a wedding planner, but it's not always in everyone's budget. Mm. Um, So when it's not, then I get to have a lot of say about the timeline usually and make sure that we have time for all the photos they want as well as making sure that they spend the maximum amount of time with their guests. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so we work on that. Um, We plan all that out for their big day and then we're pretty much ready to go for... For the wedding and then on the day say it was a let's say it's the 15 hour package what that's the biggest what's the well biggest? we don't do we don't do that one <laughs> oh, it's, anymore it's too much yeah, yeah 10 hours so so the 10 hour package what was that day like so for that day that to me that's like great coverage that's you're gonna have a lot of coverage on your wedding day um and it's great for if you're having a bigger wedding so maybe mm. you have a couple hundred guests that kind of thing mm-hmm. um so for for that day i usually start with the getting ready portion so um i go and see the bride and the bride or the groom and the groom or the bride and the groom separately um for about an hour each in the morning and you also get two photographers with 10 hours so sometimes we split it up and one of us will go oh with... you walk with another photographer yeah some, does... sometimes oh okay yeah sometimes so for bigger ones like that for 10 hours it like especially if it's a big wedding then i'll have a second photographer there so do you have like a list of people you work with or okay i do so luckily like here in halifax we have a really good community so i have lots of friends that also are photographers for their job um Mm. so usually i get to work with a good friend of mine Mm -hmm. and i kind of have a list and see who's available oh yeah okay so then after the getting ready what happens so it depends um some couples do a first look which is when they see each other before the ceremony oh do they do that 
Yeah, some people do it. So the traditional thing is that you see your partner coming down the aisle mm. during the ceremony. Um, but because of time constraints, sometimes people will do a first look. And also it helps with nerves. So if you're really like nervous about going down the aisle, okay. sometimes it's nice to see your partner ahead of time <laughs> and just be like, we're still doing this. Like everything's okay. Um, so when they do that, then so if, if they choose to do that, if their ceremony is later or something, we'll do mm. that. And then usually we can get some photos done before the ceremony. Mm-hmm. Um, if not, we head over to the ceremony. Usually I'll try and photograph all the like decor details and stuff before everyone shows up for like the main event. Mm. Then we do the ceremony. Um, I try and be pretty discreet. So I'm kind of, silently running around the ceremony site um, during that. And then after that, I usually give them a little bit of time to mingle and we move on to the family photos and the bridal party and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, like, is a, do you have a, do you have, a, I guess, a set of rules for what you wear for the wedding itself? Like, you have to kind of look like you're there for a wedding, but you also have to be able to run around. Yes. So, because we have to run around, and sometimes we're, like, squatting, like, depending on what we're photographing, sometimes you're kind of contorting yourself into weird positions, or you're in tiny areas, that kind of stuff. Mm. Um, I tend to just kind of keep it simple. We're all black, like, in nice tops and nice pants mm. and comfortable shoes. <laughs> Bring a few changes of shoes with you. Um, yeah, so I, you know, I don't think you can be too dressed up because it's going to kind of hinder how well you can work. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's definitely not like a jeans situation. <laughs> like, you, you wear some nice pants and you wear a nice top. But, but yeah, making sure that you're comfortable and can move around easily is mm. key. And especially in the summer, which is when most weddings are happening, mm-hmm. um, you have to make sure that you can stay somewhat cool <laughs> during the day. So, yeah, like, jumpsuits are great. Um, anything that has, like, a little bit of movement. And, yeah, just kind of hope for a breeze or some AC when you can get it. And, <laughs> and that's how we do it. So, um, I'm going to rewind now. We went to before COVID, but, like, how did you even get into photography itself? Just the, before the wedding one, just photography, just you and your camera. Yeah, so I actually never planned on shooting weddings um, ever. I started taking pictures of things that weren't, you know, friends or family when I was a preteen, like teenager, be 13, 14. Um, my parents used to get mad and be like, we're not in any of the photos because I'd <laughs> be taking, you know, photos of we'd be traveling and I'd be taking landscapes or I wasn't very good, but I would <laughs> I would try anyway. And they would be like, but we're not even in them because, you know, to them, the purpose of the camera was it's to get sweet. everybody in the photos. Yeah. Um, so I started doing that. And then once I was finishing up high school, I saved up my money from my little grocery store job um, to buy my first nice camera. It's it, like looking back, it was not very nice, but for a teenager, it was great. Mm-hmm. And I started that. Um, and then I took a little detour and I went to university. But while I what was... What did you study? Like... Sociology. Oh, totally not, not relevant. <laughs> yeah, totally not relevant. It was great. Like I liked it, but yeah, not relevant to what I to what I do now. Mm. Um, so I took a little detour, but on on the side, I was always doing photos for friends, and then I started doing it for money, and I would do family, like just shoot just about anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and then a few years after that, I was still doing other things while still doing photos in the meantime, um, on top of whatever job I was working. And I had a couple of people ask about weddings. So I took a few on just to give it a, a try. Mm. Um, the first one I ever did was so long. It was like 14 hours. I think I got paid like $300. It was 
a very rough day mm. and it kind of put me off of weddings for a while. Um, but then I gave it another go and it just kind of snowballed from there. It wasn't super intentional um, to get started into weddings. And I still mm. do shoot things other than weddings. But now that I'm really in the wedding industry and I've been doing this for years now, I really love it. And it's it's this very special kind of job. Like it's 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 very special to be included on such an important day for people. And it's it's kind of like a gift to be able to watch, you know, them go through all of that together. Mm. Wow. Um, what do you love about it? I, I love it all. Like, I, <laughs> I, I really love, I love taking um, photos of people, even though that's not what I started with. Um, mm -hmm. I'm just really, I'm not good at landscapes. So I'm good at, I like taking photos of people. Um, I like connecting with people. I love talking to people. So I feel like it's a great job um, for someone who is really a, a people person because you spend most of your time interacting and helping and avoiding crisis when it comes up. Mm -hmm. um, I like the technical side of it. I love editing. So on top of editing my photos, I also am an editor for other photographers. So oh. I do enjoy that part as well. What do you use? Do you use that one? Oh, what's it called? The batch thing? Like the, the batch, the app. Well, not that. The app that does things in batches. It's not Photoshop, the other one. Lightroom? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I use Lightroom, but batch editing, like, can be hit or miss. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I get, that's how I kind of sit in my head. I mean, you kind of have to still do it one yeah. at a time. Yeah. But just, it's it's so uh, it's so difficult to use Lightroom to me. Really? Yeah, I know. I can show you. It's not hard. <laughs> like, I, I can show you. It's Like, I love it. I'm... I'm a Lightroom person all the way. I barely touch Photoshop. I'm honestly terrible at Photoshop. Um, Lightroom is... So I like the technical component because you have to learn how to do that. And I'm, I'm self-taught photography-wise, so there's always something new to learn. Like, I didn't go to school, so I don't have a basis, you know. Um, I learned on my own, and I'm always taking, like, courses online and things like that um, and trying to kind of step up my game and, like, learn new things. So it's, it's, it's a constant challenge, I guess. Mm. Um, and it, obviously I love the freelance part of it where... I get to work when I feel like working and I get to sleep in when I want to sleep in and mm. I get lots of time um, with my dog. And What's his name again? Frankie. Frankie. Yeah. Yeah. So I get, you know, I can take a break in the middle of the day and go to the, the lake with him mm. or whatever. So obviously that's a great part of it. Um, but yeah, I like the challenge and I like meeting new people and I like making people feel really gorgeous. So I really love the reaction you get from your clients, like when you've captured them the way that they want to be mm. captured and they look happy and in love or, you know, if it's a different kind of shoot, you know, they look, they feel like they look amazing and they do look amazing. Um, the reaction that you get from your clients is really nice. So other than weddings, what other different kind of shoots do you do? So um, mostly boudoir. And then I also do like portraits and branding portraits um oh, for... wait, wait wait what's the difference so portraits would be maybe like family or a couple session uh. or you know headshots or something like that mm -hmm. um so i also do branding sessions which is for example if you wanted a branding session for like blackout podcast we'd get you we'd get you at work we'd get some components of your work that kind of thing um so I do those and then in the down like the off season i do some fashion and stuff like that just for for fun and to kind of <laughs> give you something to do in the winter. Uh, yeah, so I like to do a little bit of everything. Um, when we are allowed to travel, I like to take travel photos 
but I think that'll be on pause for <laughs> a little bit. Um, yeah, so I do a little bit of everything. Uh, weddings are my main, like, that is definitely my main job, but mm. I do, like, I have a family shoot tomorrow, and I have a boudoir session on Wednesday, so I do a little bit of everything. So with the sessions, do you, like, use, should I, a studio, the person, the client's place, where? So it depends on what it is. For boudoir, I usually will either rent an Airbnb or we'll use a studio. Um, I leave it up to the client what they would prefer. Mm. And then for portraits, uh, most of them are outdoors. If it's family portraits or something, they like to do them on a beach or in a trail or like on a pathway or something that they like. Mm -hmm. um, branding ones, I usually do them at someone's place of work or, oh, yeah. you know, something that means something to them. And then for engagements, couples, that kind of thing, I have a lot of outdoor locations that I love. Or um, I've also had clients suggest places to me that have been really cool. Um, mm. We did one. I did one in Finbar's pub before they opened a couple years ago, um, like in the morning before they opened for the day. And they got to bring their big sheepdog and everything. Oh, and wow. it was kind of like their spot where that was where they always went for drinks. So they wanted some photos there. And that was really fun. So I. So who would be responsible for getting the location, you or them? Uh, usually it's me. But if it's something specific like that, like something that, you know, they maybe they know someone who has a cool spot or something, then they'll figure that out. But we'll collaborate to find the best spot for, for mm. photos. So one of the things you also do is like this, like not wedding, like stage weddings. Like how, how does that happen? So they're called styled shoots. Styled shoots. Styled shoots. And they're usually, um, so you were with me for one of those mm. um, in, in the spring. And so usually those are for editorials. So they're for publishing or they're oh. there to show, you know, maybe that's a really cool spot that you've always wanted to shoot in, but you haven't had a couple book you there yet. And you just kind of want to show how how you would shoot it um it's a great way to collaborate with other vendors in mm -hmm. the industry and also it's something it's good to do for fun i wouldn't take it on in the height of wedding season but <laughs> when it's uh when it's a little bit before yeah. or, or after and things have slowed down it's a really fun way to meet other vendors that you haven't met or worked with mm. make some connections it's like you were there so it's it's a fun day like we have fun with it and yeah, yeah you get to meet some cool models you get to try on you know see fancy dresses and mm. it's it's really it's a lot of fun and it can be beneficial to everybody so maybe you're trying to market for example if you were in a new city um and you want to market yourself in that city you might set up a shoot in a location there so that you have some marketable material in that place mm. um and when it comes to the other vendors obviously as a photographer i'm making sure that everyone gets photos of um, they're part of the session. Mm. So that means I'm providing photos to the hair and makeup and the florist and the jewelry people and all that kind of stuff. So they can use that for their marketing and it all just kind of, it's beneficial to everybody. Mm. Yeah. Do you do you ever do the um, convention, like the wedding thing? I did one. Um, so yeah, the prints that I brought for you are actually from the Atlantic Wedding Showcase that I did mm. uh, this past year. And they're crazy. They're huge and they're very big. Um, yeah, it was, a, it was a fun day. So what would I involve for you? To go to a wedding convention? Mm. Uh, a lot more work than I thought it was going to involve. <laughs> um, yeah, so there, there are, it's a lot of work. You, print, you have to print out, obviously, a lot of your work to be able to show people. You also have to find a great way to display that, which 
I did not do a super great job on um, this past time. In my head, it worked perfect, but then in reality, when I got there, it did not mm. shape up exactly how I wanted it. Um, but it was like a fun day. I got to meet lots of really cool people. So what didn't like? What was the difference between the thoughts and the reality? Well, I am not great at. I'm never handy. So the way that I thought that I was going to hang up my prints oh. didn't turn out uh, quite as well. And so we did have them kind of falling occasionally or becoming very crooked. Oh. So it was just something I had to keep my eye on throughout the day. And I would do it differently if I was to do it again. Um, I did not prepare well for that part of it. So, but like with COVID, that's not going to happen for a while. No, no. I think the next one has, has at least been postponed. Mm. Um Yeah, I don't think, unfortunately with events, I don't think we're going to be able to host anything big in the next little while. Mm. So one thing I've been noticing on Instagram is that a lot of photographers have been doing online shoots. Do you know this? How does that work? Like, do you shoot through a webcam or? Yeah, so they're like by webcam or FaceTime or something like that. Um, Now that restrictions have loosened up a little bit here. I don't think people are doing it as much, but oh, okay. I did do a couple um, when this first started in, in so March. So what would that involve? Basically involves calling someone on a video app of your choice and you can tell them how to pose and you're going to direct them. And then you shoot through what? You take screenshots on your phone. So they're not great quality. Like, they're obviously not great quality. And I wasn't it's... thinking I should have... No, but that's okay. Yeah, yeah, I was like, how the... F- was... Okay. Yeah. yeah, so, like, it does... And it doesn't... It's hard to imagine how it would go until you're doing it. And it's it can be quite hard because you're trying to direct someone, but you can't really show them what you're doing. You can't... You're not there, so you can't be like, you know, I need you to turn a quarter inch mm. this way. So, it's, so it can... It's a, it was a fun challenge. Um, and it's a, it's a cool way to get creative and get creative with your editing, and they're not super high resolution photos so you know that they're not you know they're not getting hung up in (laughs) anyone's house probably but um, I mean they might but yeah it's just a fun way to like play around with editing and maybe hang out with like if you have models that you're friends with and stuff and you don't get to see them it's a nice Mm. way to kind of connect with them and yeah so those are those are pretty fun I actually have a tutorial on how to do that on my blog so that that was another thing you do tutorials how do you decide what you're gonna share and teach and talk about so i do yeah i do mentoring so i mentor other photographers um in the city and it's up to them really what they want to kind of learn so Mm. i can i you know i have a basic list of here's what i can offer you like here's things that i'm knowledgeable about um and they can kind of pick you know i need help with consistent editing i'm having a hard time finding my style or i don't like the way my website looks like what would you recommend for that or i'm really not good at closing bookings, you know, um, I have a hard time getting them to finally like decide on me and sign the contract, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Or maybe they need help with pricing or something like that. Um, mm-hmm. so usually we go over a few of those different things. Um, so I have different mentoring options. Like you can do a phone call, oh. we can do a meetup, we can do a whole shoot, um, where I can walk you through exactly like how I would shoot. Oh, they would be shooting on you'd kind of be like guiding them. Yeah, yeah. So we would both be, you know, if it if they wanted to learn how to shoot a couple, um, we would find a couple to work with and obviously they'd get some lovely photos in exchange for their time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would be there shooting with them and I can show them how to pose. I can show them how to get, um, you know, create some moments for the couple where they're capturing a little bit more emotion. Just kind of show them how I would do it mm-hmm. and, and also how exactly I would shoot it. So maybe you know, they're finding that their photos are too bright or they're too dark or whatever, Mm. kind of show them how to fix those little technical aspects that, 
would get them a better shot. Oh, wow. Um, and how long does it last for, the mentoring? The mentoring? Um, I mean, as long as they, until they feel like they have gotten oh, as much as they can okay. from me. Yeah, so it's it's different for each person. Um, I offer, like, different options, but it's it can be pretty customized. So if you decide we've spent four hours together, we've done a shoot, we've talked about your website, we've talked about your pricing, like, we've gone over everything and you're ready to, like, be set free to do your own thing then that's fine um i'm in contact with like anyone i do mentor like we're in pretty good contact afterwards so if they have follow-up questions that Mm. kind of thing like that's no problem i'm always there to help with that Mm -hmm. um so so like um i guess do you ever have a situation where a couple booked you and you're like fully booked and then you pass them along yeah absolutely um that happens all the time like that happened yesterday Uh, so (laughs) that happens a lot where because you can only book so many dates Mm -hmm. um for weddings particularly there's there's only so many weekends um Mm. that people host those so you get a lot of inquiries for the same date and normally i'll pass them on depending on the couple and like what they're looking for Mm -hmm. I, i will try my best to recommend someone who would suit what they're looking for um but yeah so i have a list of photographers that I work with regularly that I really like that I think would do a wonderful job if I'm not, you know, available for their date or people that their style looks similar to mine. So Mm -hmm. I can, you know, I have a lot of people I can recommend comfortably and I, I feel great about sending a couple that way. Um, and then, yeah, if, if a couple, if I'm not in the budget for a couple, like I have also have people that if their budget is a little bit lower than what I can offer that I can send them along to. How long have you been shooting though? Oh my goodness. Um, like in general or? No, like paid to shoot. Paid to shoot. I don't know, like eight, probably eight years, I would say. <laughs> yeah. And then weddings for the last four. Okay. Yeah. So um, would you say in a city, you're kind of in a like top range price wise? Um, I don't think so. I would say I'm in like the average. Like okay. everyone has, there's a wide range there's an incredibly wide range um, when it comes to wedding photography. You can find someone who's going to shoot your whole day for $200, or you can pay $10,000. You know, it's it, it really is. What? Like, can you, like, would you be able to tell the difference? It's I like... would hope so. Um, <laughs> yes, I would, yeah, I would say for sure. Um, but like I was saying, like, my first wedding, I was paid $300. I think I was 18 years old, maybe 19. You know, just... I was a baby and you know, I didn't have, the, I didn't have backup equipment. I didn't have insurance. Like I didn't have any of the things that you would have. Wait, 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 wait. Did you say insurance? Like what did you, Oh, so what would you insure? Like, so what does the insurance cover? Like your camera or that? Oh shit. The memory card wiped. All of it. So yeah, because that happens. Like that totally happens. I had two hard drives fail on me this past no, year. Fuck yeah. Me. yeah. And I had to like send them to the States and get them recovered. And just like the stress is insane. And then obviously like your couples could totally sue you over that. Um, so yeah, you're going to want to have insurance for liability. Um, if, like if you have a technical failure, because there's nothing you can, you know, if that happens. Would you put a clause in your contract against that or? Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah I think that's pretty standard because again, like they're, it's a fucking electronic shit. Yeah. Man. So <laughs> at the end of the day, like if my camera dies, but that's why you need to have someone who has backup gear and, yeah. you know, has, has situations in place where they can kind of try and prevent that. Mm. So for example, um, most people will use cameras that have dual slots for cards. Mm. So you're always back. You're already backing up the photos that are into that one. Yeah. yeah. And then they'll have a second camera, maybe even a third camera. And you always shoot raw. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 
So your files are just massive. Yep. So like you have a corner in your room that's just full of hard drives and stuff. Yep. <laughs> yeah, in my in my little office, there's a lot of hard drives, um, which is fine. Yeah. I finally got to the point where I am okay with deleting the shots that I didn't flag to edit. Oh. Because um, I definitely over flag. Like, mm. you know, for a wedding that I want to deliver 800 photos, I'll flag like 1,500 or 1,600. And I finally... 800. Yeah, or 1,000 or... This is... Man, like, it's... How many kisses are they going to take? It depends on how the day goes, though, honestly. Like, I don't make any promises for what I can deliver. Because mm. um, if it pours rain on your day, we're going to maybe have less photos than if we had a bright, sunny day with sunset photos at the end and and that kind of thing. Um, but, you know, you do take a lot of photos. So I might take 4,000 photos in a wedding day. Mm. And I might save 1,500 of that. Um, but I finally got to the point where I'm okay with tossing. The ones the, you don't use. Yeah. So how how long do you keep? copies I, as long as i you know oh, in, you, until the hard just, drive is dead and yeah. you know it could be 10 years from now um i always try and keep them because i have no reason to get rid of them and and also like it's good to see your growth so if eight years ago i shot something and i want to compare it to t- you know that's always mm. something to to do and it's <laughs> it's nice to see where you've grown mm-hmm. um and then especially for clients like i can't you know we can't guarantee that we'll always have your photos but god forbid if something ever like happened and mm. they lost them or something i don't want them to you know i i, I like to keep them in so that i can resend them if god forbid i ever have to mm-hmm. um yeah and i and i can't make any promises because you never know because hard drives fail and you that's just the way it goes but i do try and hold on to them too for mm. as long as i can so what's the biggest hard drive, single hard drive you have? I think eight eight terabytes. And I have two of those, I think. Um, yeah, I probably use like a new hard drive every year, but maybe not quite that big. But yeah. What is your naming convention for files? My naming convention? Uh, not very good. Um, <laughs> yeah, like I usually do like the first initial, like the first initial of each member of a couple for weddings. Okay. Um yeah, it's not like I have them all sorted by like weddings and portraits and the years and things like that. And mm. I make sure everything is backed up. So it's backed up onto a second hard drive and then it's also backed up into a cloud and then it's also backed up. What cloud, What do you use for your cloud service? Crash plan. What? Crash plan. What, what's that called? Well, I've never ever heard of that. It's, uh, it's one of the better ones if you have a lot of files. Um, what size do you get? It's, it's unlimited size. So I pay like a monthly subscription and it like runs in the background of my computer to make sure everything is backed up onto their cloud and you can retrieve your files if you ever need to. Yeah. Crash file. Check it out. I've never heard of that one. I think it's like $10 a month. It's not yeah. too bad. So like now your, your size, the size of files you have in this crash plan thing is what size? I don't know, like 17 terabytes or something. Like That is crazy. Yeah. So just crashplan.com and and then that's their website, I guess? Yeah, it's like their website and then you download the app thing that you need for your computer and you can have it run in the background and it just makes sure everything is up to date and they send you little reports saying everything's backed up or hey lady, like you haven't backed your stuff up and it'll remind you and that's great. Okay, that sounds cool. Yeah. Yeah, um, so you have the drive, the backup, then the cloud and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, you want to make sure that you back up your stuff. Uh, <laughs> literally, like, it's it's everybody's nightmare that they're going to lose some photos they're working on. Um, I was lucky when my hard drive crashed. I didn't, 
I did have one wedding that I hadn't done like my multiple backups yet. Mm. Um, but I had a friend shoot the wedding for me. So she was able to send me the images, which was great. Oh. But, you know, um, one thing that I did learn when that happened is that I hadn't backed up the actual work I had done. So although all the photos were there, all of the editing I had already gone. done was gone. So until you have to edit it again? Well, I had to wait and see if they could recover it, which can be a long process. And luckily they did, so I didn't have to do it again. But I thought I was going to have to kind of restart on a lot of my work. Um, so that was a lesson learned that not to just back up the photos, but to back up all of the work that you've been doing. Yeah, that was going to be my question. Like, at what point do you do the backup? Like, do you do it, uh, you know, once you get back from the wedding? Or when you finish editing? I usually, as soon as I get back from the wedding, I start backing up the photos. Um, just to have those covered. You know, what if I spill my coffee on the memory card? Something like that. Which, like, fingers crossed, will never happen. Mm. Um, but if it did, I like to have make sure that they're all backed up. I usually start, if, it, if I don't get home too late, I'll start overnight. Mm -hmm. Where, you know, they can do their thing while I'm sleeping. <laughs> um, yeah, and I try and get them all backed up within the first couple days. And then for editing, now that I have crash plan, which is great, it just backs up as, as I go. You are doing. Yeah. Oh, and that's a really, really cool process. So you take thousands and thousands for the wedding with the boudoir and the portraits. Is it also thousands? No, I would never get through them. Um, weddings are thousands because they're so long. Oh, so, yeah. So the other one's like an hour or how long do you shoot? For? Usually between one to two hours. Okay. Um, so with a boudoir session, they usually get their makeup done, that kind of stuff. So it might run two to three hours um portraits i usually say it's around an hour but i basically shoot until i feel like we've gotten what we need mm -hmm. um so if it takes them an hour and a half because maybe they're nervous or it only takes us 45 minutes because they were so easy to, to shoot mm -hmm. um i'm not really that picky on on the time i just want to make sure we get the images that that we want to get out of the session Okay, so do you give deliver them a hard drive or what? Um, I deliver them online, so they can download like the full resolution photos. They can also use the through this crash plan thing or no through Pixie Set. So oh, see, <laughs> this is there's so there's so many moving parts. <laughs> yeah, there's so much, uh, so many different things you have to keep track of. Yeah, yeah. So it's this website where you can see your online galleries. So it'd be the same as if you use like Google Photos or something mm -hmm. for your personal stuff. But this is for business so they could also order prints um, so it's also like a subscription thing or yeah yeah so i pay monthly to be able to use their service too. and you can what's uh, how much space do you have there i don't know i try and like because you pay basically based on what you use so i mm -hmm. do try and like remove stuff after some time um so, so like a, a couple is done you've edited your wedding you put it there how long do you put it there for so, like, per my contract, it is there for 30 days, okay. but realistically, like, it's there until I feel like taking it down. Um, so, usually the next year when I need more space for weddings, that's well. kind of when I'll <laughs> go in and, and maybe clear them out. You, you message them, say, I hope you got your stuff. I, I can actually see if they've downloaded it. Oh, So, cool. that's the great thing is that I can check and make sure. Like, does it does it list the things they've taken in or um, downloaded or, or what does it do? Yeah, so it lists everything they've downloaded and they can also send it to family members. So mm. family members and friends, they can take that link um, and send it to whoever they want so that they can save photos. So I can see that like it's been, you know what I mean, so that I'm not deleting something that hasn't ever been downloaded. Mm. Um, and I do make sure that they know they have a certain amount of time 
that it's going to be there to download. It said on your contract, 30 days. Yeah, so I do remind them of that. <laughs> um, but yeah, usually a little longer than that. Baby, someone's downstairs. Yeah. No, 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 it's fine. It's still rolling. Okay. <laughs> um. Yeah, so I guess let her go. Okay, we're good. Ah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, you said before this you were doing accounting, right? Yeah. Okay. So could you talk about that? Also, I guess Israel, you can ask a question about that. And I think what I wanted to have you answer was maybe um, when people don't know what they want to do with their life, right? Like, what would be like? What would you suggest? Like, where to start? How to start? Since you've had so many different jobs. Sure. <laughs> and I should clarify: accounting clerk, not like fancy accountant. <laughs> <laughs> I was just clarifying, like, I was an accounting clerk, so I wasn't, like, I didn't go to school for accounting or anything, just was working in the accounting, like, division, oh, yeah. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> okay. okay, so it's still rolling. Ah, yeah. <clears throat> so I was wondering, I mean, you do all this cool stuff. Uh, who takes your photos? Who takes my photos? Yeah. Nobody. I, <laughs> I don't like being in photos, actually. Um, I'm not very good at it. I'm trying to get... It's something I'm trying to get better at. Um, Why not? Like, you, you're taking all this, like... I I know. Um, I think it's a thing with a lot of photographers. Like, we don't love when it's turned on us. Mm-hmm. Um, it's something I'm trying to get better at. And I have lots of photographer friends who are really lovely and, like, happy to, you know, help me take photos for branding for my own business. And, you know, we swap photos for that kind of stuff but it's you know i mostly like my dog in photos and <laughs> and i stay out of them um yeah maybe the occasional iphone selfie but that's that's about it so when you're not shooting on stuff how do you relax or what do you do to relax so i work like i work a lot i mean like COVID aside i usually work like a lot um i do try and work on my time management so that even if I'm working into the evening, I stop around 8 o'clock, so I have, like, some time. Um, obviously, I hang out with my, my dog a lot. I go see my parents. They only live over in Enfield, so I go and visit with them. Um, my little sister lives downtown, too, so I see her quite a bit. Um, hang out with my friends. I live in a really cute neighborhood, and we all know each other, so we'll have drinks and <laughs> that kind of stuff. So, you know, some wine, and I love to read, so I usually like to, to read for, like, an hour a day. Mm. at least um hang out with my friends go out for food like try some new restaurants mm-hmm. yeah get down to the waterfront go for a walk that kind of thing it's i love nice to swim. I live in the, this cool beautiful sea yeah it's great we have a lot of options so you know in the near future whenever it happens you'll want to get married what will you look for when you're choosing for when you're picking i don't know i i don't know if I want to do that. Um, <laughs> but like like when it comes to choosing someone to shoot you, that's, I guess, where I was going with that question. Yes. Um, for me... What would we be looking for? What would I be looking for? Um, honestly, like, someone who is experienced in shooting, like, all body types, for sure. Um, it's probably going to be someone I know, like, realistically. It would be someone that I'm already friends with. Um, yeah, and someone who has true, like, true-to-color shooting. So, I like to consider my... What was that? Basically, um... With photography, there's lots of different trends, of course. So you have, like, moody photographers who are on the darker side of things, and then you have people who are super, super bright on the brighter side of things. I like to think I'm, like, kind of in the middle. Um, so I'd probably be looking for someone else who's, like, kind of falls in the middle of that um, just because that's, like, my preferred 
style. Why do you prefer that? Um, I think it's I think it's more timeless. You know, I think you know, fifty years from now, if I was showing grandkids, like honestly, I don't know if I'm doing any of this, but if I <laughs> if I had those, um, if I had grandkids or something, and they wanted to look at them, I think it it lasts through time. Mm-hmm. Like it's something that's still gonna look really gorgeous fifty years from now, and not that the other ones don't, but just for me, that's my personal preference mm-hmm. um so i like to look at like different film types and things like that and those usually stand the test of time um so i like to base my editing on those so i would probably choose someone else who also does that and yeah that to me photography would be the most important part of my day if i was if i was to get married um it would be something small with like a really awesome photographer and that would be my biggest splurge i think do you but... think you tell the person what to take a hundred percent. Yeah, I would. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I would maybe not be the ideal client. I'd be, a, I'd be a little bossy. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't be my ideal client just cause I, I would be really bossy, but you know, I would hope that it's someone I know and love and they can deal with it. But. So, so here, you know, uh, COVID is over, whatever, you know, Someone saying, fills in the form, sends it to you, and the person is exactly like you. How would you handle yourself? I have definitely had clients that are more particular, um, clients who kind of go into it with a set idea of what they want for photos. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the best thing you can do is like manage your expectations and say, like, I will absolutely photograph whatever happens on your day. But, you know, if this particular part of it, doesn't happen. I can't <laughs> photograph it because it's not there. Um, but yeah, for the most part, I work with my clients to try and get everything that they envisioned. Mm-hmm. Um, I really want to understand what it is that they want. So mm-hmm. I don't mind when people send me Pinterest boards and everything. Like I, you know, I try and explain that we can't recreate everything that you're seeing on the internet, but we can try and get the kind of images that you like. Let's pick out the things that you like the most about these images so that mm-hmm. I know and we can try and work with that. Does the camera you use matter? And you use a Nikon. I use a Nikon, but I don't. Really, I don't think it matters. Um, yeah. <laughs> Why not? I think the lenses matter. I think like the focal lengths that you're shooting with matter, but the actual like camera itself. Um, mm. Like phones, phones have great cameras. Like you can take an amazing shot with a phone. Not that it's a replacement for. Don't ever get someone to shoot your wedding with like a phone. <laughs> but you know, like you can take a great portrait with a phone. Like you can do that these days. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really think. I think the best camera that you have is the one that's with you. Mm-hmm. So if you're just walking around, and you have your cell phone on you. Maybe you have like a mirrorless camera that um, you carry around with you because it's smaller. Like that's gonna then at that moment that's gonna be better than having you know, your biggest camera with seven different lenses. Like, it's whatever you have with you. So, you have fixed lens, uh, fixed focal length. Yeah, I shoot with primes because they're my favorite. I mean, yeah, they look good and stuff, but then you just move around. You sure do. It's like a whole workout. <laughs> yeah. It's like how I get my it's how I get my exercise in. <laughs> oh, I'm lazy. I just want to... But to you, I guess, what, what do you say is the difference between just, like... You know, fixed focal lens and the zoom lens. So for me, it's the quality of the portrait that you get with it. So if I was like traveling or something, a zoom lens would make total sense because you have a lot more range. Even though I still like, I still don't use it, but it that would make more sense. But for portraits and things like that, you do get a nice, like sharper, nicer quality portrait from a fixed focal length lens. Mm. And what are the lenses you use? You love using so on a typical wedding day what lenses would you use on a typical wedding day i would bring my 
um, 85. That's my favorite. I do have a 105 that would be more for like ring shots or something like that. It's it's very heavy and it's it's okay for portraits, but you'd be pretty far away from your clients at that point. So mm -hmm. depending on how you feel about that, I like to be pretty like, not now because COVID, but normally I like to be pretty like cozy with them and, mm -hmm. and pretty close so that they can hear me and I can direct them and, and pose them. So my 85, 50, 35, I'll bring a 24 for like wider shots of the reception or the ceremony area mm -hmm. um, or decor or something. But mo the ones that get the most use are my 85 and my 50. How often do you sweet time? Not that often. Um, I like to use my 85 for portraits. It's my favorite one. Um, and then it really just depends on the space that I'm working with and the and the location that I'm working with and also the kind of shot I'm trying to get. So if I want kind of a wider shot because maybe we have a beautiful sunset happening, I'll switch off the 85 and switch to something a lot wider. Um, but if it's, you know, a beautiful portrait and we're showing them kissing and it's just a nice close-up portrait, then mm -hmm. 85 all the way. Oh, wow. Yeah, I'm lazy. I don't. Uh, you don't like to do the moving around, yeah. No, I like I am constantly running around, but it's it's good for you. I'm young. I can do it. <laughs> um. So I guess what's the plan now? Plan now? Mm -hmm. Um. Like during. Yeah, even during this. During COVID this thing, yeah. Um. Well, I'm trying to make the most of it. Um. I don't normally get so much time off in the summer. Mm -hmm. like ever so this is a, that's kind of a big deal so I've gone to Cape Breton with my family um we're going to PEI in a couple of weeks I've been hanging out with people on the weekends which I usually don't have any of those mm -hmm. um so I'm just kind of trying to enjoy that because next year is going to be really busy um which is great mm -hmm. this year was also supposed to be really busy I thrive on that but I'm trying to kind of stay positive with the changes um, so from now I'm just, I'm making sure that all of my clients that were supposed to get married this year are taken care of for next year, mm. booking some new work for next year, um, as people start reaching out and yeah, just trying to work on my business, the back end of things, making sure that my website is updated. And I did do a few you weddings. You do your website yourself? I do. I cool. do every part of it myself i do the <laughs> i do the accounting i do the editing i do the shooting i do the website i do the marketing oh my I do god it all. yeah yeah so i mean i'm i'm so pretty busy um yeah. and i've had i've still been shooting a little bit this year so like i said i have two sessions coming up this week mm -hmm. um i've still had a couple of weddings like very small weddings this year so working on finishing those up doing some branding yeah trying to stay busy but also enjoy the time that i have this year that i don't normally get to enjoy mm. Okay, I'll end it with this. So, I mean, you've done all these things, and it's like you're pretty much leaving your passion. What advice would you give to someone? Um, for me, I think I took too long to finally take the leap and just do it. It's something that I wanted to do from high school on, and it just... I spent a lot of years thinking it wasn't feasible, um, that I wouldn't be able to work full-time, like, in the arts, you know, when I should go to university or do something else, or I should really work hard to get a corporate position and work my way up through um, one of those companies, just doing administrative stuff. Um, so I've worked a lot of jobs that I've worked, and I've always done like the two, and it's exhausting. And I wish that I had taken the leap to just give this a full shot years earlier. Mm. Um, so that would be my advice, is that if you really, if there's something that you've really been working towards for years and years, and you can't, that's what you can picture yourself doing. 
then if you have the opportunity, like if you feel like you are stable enough to take the opportunity to pursue that as a full-time career, then Mm -hmm. I think that you should. And not everyone has that opportunity. I was fortunate, you know, I I said I can do at least six months and if I make zero dollars, I'll be okay. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, so I think that if you have been working really hard towards something and that's really what you want to do, I would suggest taking the leap because if it works out, then that's fantastic. And if it doesn't, you're not back at square one. You have other experience to fall back on and you'll figure out your next step. Sweet. Well, thank you, Shani. You're welcome. Thanks for having me.